welcome to the Align with the Dreams podcast. My name is Katerina and I'm so excited that you are here. This podcast is for you if you're ready to finally start believing in yourself and your dreams and show up confidently for your mission and calling in life. After being on my own healing journey for over 15 years now, studying everything that is out there in this field, traveling the world for several years to find answers and building my soul business along the way. I now know that we are all so worthy and valuable and so very capable of creating wonderful things in this world. On this podcast, I want to show you that you can overcome what has been holding you back and that you too can become empowered, successful and everything else you want to be. I hope you find a lot of value in this upcoming episode and that it serves you well in moving forward with your dreams. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Life of the Dreams podcast. I hope you're well wherever you might be in this world. And um, here in London, it is sunny and warm and I couldn't love it more. Um, I love spring with all my heart. It always puts me in such a good mood and it is food for my soul. And speaking of a good mood, it's the beginning of May and um, since the last episodes were more on the heavier side and um, going deep into the fundamental parts of healing and nervous system regulation and um, all of those things. Um, in this episode, I want to focus on the more upper layers and the fun part, which is the, the mindset level. And I want to give you some new perspectives and insights that will uh, shift your mindset and will allow you to see your worth and value quickly. And hopefully it will serve you well in um, boosting your confidence and motivation to show up for your dreams and share gifts and talents with the world. And so let's dive straight in. Um, you know, I've picked a few things that I wanted to talk about um, that comes up a lot of my clients. And um, the first one is, it's a big one, it's the fear of not being good enough. It is such a huge topic for so many people. And, um, you know, like so many women I've worked with, been around and even mentored by, and who are just fabulous and they have so much to offer. Um, you know, like they have or had the fear of not being good enough. And therefore, they keep playing small and not putting themselves out there, not fulfilling their potential. And it's just something that we need to change. Um, you know, like, so if you are worrying that you're not good enough and that keeps you from, you know, like either starting a sole business or putting your products and services out there that truly light you up, um, or you're constantly undercharging yourself um, because of that fear. And this is for you. So first of all, like who says that you are not good enough? What voice is that in your head um, when that thought pops up? Like, because, you know, it means it just it means it comes from somewhere, because somewhere um, along the way on your life's path, you have picked up that belief because of what somebody said, did or a certain experience you went through. Because think about this, like a baby um, isn't born believing that he or she isn't good enough. Like a child believes that the world um, is a wonderland until it gets conditioned by the people and environment around them. So go deep. Get curious and find out where the belief originates from. And look at it from a different perspective and seeing that it's never your ultimate truth. Because you're unique. You have unique gifts and talents. Therefore, you have a unique path in life. And you can serve and help in a way that nobody else can. You know, like absolutely nobody else has the exact same life experiences. The same lessons learned. 
Nobody has walked through the world in your shoes. Also, the way you might have overcome certain adversities and obstacles in your life, the knowledge and the wisdom you have gathered along the way, the things you are passionate about for your unique reasons, all the things that are in your heart, the things that make you you. Like nobody has the exact same combination of passions and experiences, character traits and quirks that you might have, and nobody has your purpose. Like, how could you not be enough to fulfill your own purpose? That doesn't make sense. So the fear of not being good enough has to come from somewhere. But it's never your ultimate truth or who you truly are. Know that in your heart. So my first question for you today is, what are you currently not acknowledging about yourself, your story, your life's path up until now, the experiences you have, the richness of the lessons you bring with you, like the things that actually make all the difference. And also, where does the belief that you are not good enough come from? Journal around that. Look into it. And then also, what exactly do you perceive as not good enough? What does that even mean at this stage in your life and business? Knowing that the belief is just a reminder from the past, like not good enough for who, uh, to do what and why, you know, to be a leader and change maker in the industry, like to help people, to, to reach a certain income level, to, to serve a, type, a certain type of client. And the tricky question, not good enough compared to whom? Whom are you comparing yourself to? Have you ever really looked at all these questions from a deeper, deeper perspective? Like most people never question the I'm not good enough thought that you have probably, um, you know, told yourself so many times that you have accepted it as a truth, even though it's not. If you have a goal and a desire for something and you want to build a soul business that lights you up and that helps others, you can make it happen simply because A, the reasons I just mentioned, that there is simply no one out there like you. And that there are people out there who will feel connected to you and resonate with you because of what makes you you and what you can bring to the table and nobody else. And B, anything you don't know about the practical how-tos, you can learn. Like Google it. There's like an endless stream of information out there. Like Google it. Learn from the best. Invest in yourself if you can. Hire a mentor. Then also you can always improve your skill set. Hone in on your gifts and talents and zone of genius and learn um, about the rest or delegate the rest. You have options. You can always grow and evolve and learn and pivot. But to get started and to get to whatever next level you want to go to, you're always enough. Your conditioning is in a way and what your mind is telling you is in a way, not your potential. And the more you work on yourself and on growing your business and leaning more and more into your passions and purpose, the more you will expand. You are good enough. All you need is like passion and heart and determination and the willingness to work on yourself and just not give up until things do work. And all of that is in your hands. Like especially if you feel like disempowered or discouraged right now, remind yourself of that. It's in your hands. And if you have thoughts like, you know, like, why would people want to buy from me if they can buy from her? Or why would anybody want to hear what I have to say and what I have to offer? And you go down the uh, rabbit hole of comparison. 
Remind yourself that, that people don't buy stuff per se, whether it's a service or product. Like they buy the emotional signature behind it, especially when it comes to a personal brand. Like your passions, your feeling, your excitement about what you do, like why you're offering what you're offering, why that is your mission and how you want to help. The difference you want to make, like your story, your brand story, your perspective, all of it. That's what matters. And again, it all comes back to you. You are the differentiator. So when it comes to comparison, someone might be more experienced, have like a fancier brand, have more followers, um, have more of whatever. Uh, but it doesn't mean that your ideal clients and customers are going to resonate more with her or him. The way you can like relate to them is unique because of who you are and the experiences you bring with you. Don't forget that. You're good enough to serve your people because nobody else can the way you can, period. Like no outside factor changes that. Someone like, you know, someone else in your industry or niche might have all the external things, but they, they can't bring to the table uh, what you can because they're not you. So isn't it crazy that most people try to fit in or think they have to be exactly like someone in the industry in order to make it and be able to become successful? When in reality, the truth is that what makes you, you, is what makes you stand out. Not your attempt to fit in, um, taking a quick cut approach and trying to somehow become enough by doing all the things. No. You by being you and you focusing on your mission. You are the differentiator. Remember that. So owning your worth and value is the key. Not diluting your energy by focusing on all the external things and all the other people out there, uh, but by focusing on bringing the best out of you and focusing on your passions and mission. Your soul business and offerings, they're an extension of you. And people will resonate with you and your brand, your vibe, and how you feel to them before they do with what you actually do or offer. So you're good enough to serve the people whose life you want to impact. And there are plenty of people out there who need to get your message from you in your unique way, delivered through services and products you are passionate about. Like people will want to buy from you. People will want to work with you. People will want to hear your message. People will want to know why you have, um, you know, like why you love your products and services and the story behind them. It's just your internal game that keeps you from showing up truly and wholeheartedly. Like the more you show up as who you truly are, though, the more you own your worth and value and the more people can see and feel it, the more they will be drawn to you. That's like the, the definition of magnetism. An open heart, letting yourself be seen and what you're passionate about. Showing up with the intention to help others and setting one foot in front of the other and keep going in the direction of your dreams. That will always draw people to you, and you can so do that. You are more than good enough to do that and to take perfectly imperfect steps, one after the other, and carve out your path to success. And on that note, let's talk about um, perfectionism for a moment, because that's a big one as well. You know, like people usually try to overcompensate and numb the belief of not being good enough with perfectionism. And then oftentimes, you know, like almost obsessive attempt to get every little thing exactly right and perfect. 
You know, I see a lot of people thinking that every piece of content that goes out there has to be perfect. Otherwise, they're never going to make it. They double and triple check, you know, every um, like every social media post before sharing, rethink and overthink their products and services, um, wanting to, waiting for things to like be perfect and waiting for it and wanting it to be perfect before it can be released and all those things. And, you know, all of that in itself is actually a trauma response per se. But within the context of talking about it from a mindset perspective, what we do here, if you think you have to get everything perfect, remind yourself that people don't buy and work with people who have the perfect website, the perfect sales page, the perfect marketing strategies, who speak the perfect words and all those things. People buy from people. It's emotional. So, the, so it's about you. It comes back to the same thing I just mentioned, just from a different angle. So whether you think you are not good enough anyway and or you have to get everything perfect, wherever you might find yourself on the spectrum, have you ever considered that just right in the middle, just you, that you are good enough? Just you. Like your ideal soulmate clients and the people you want to serve, they aren't looking for perfectionism. They're looking for a heart-to-heart connection, authenticity and passion for what you do. They want to be seen and heard and understood and that you can help them. And you can, you can only get there through human-to-human connection. And by the way, what is perfect anyway? Like that in itself is a subjective definition. You know, and, and your ideal clients and people um, that you want to serve, they don't think that you are not good enough. You think that it's in your head. You know, they wouldn't be in your realm otherwise. They just want to see your passion, your heart, and that you can help them with your products and services. Remember that like perfectionism, what is perfect, that in itself is so subjective. But if you think, you know, like if you think that you're not good enough, that nobody wants to buy from you and that you don't and you don't see your value in what you offer, like you are going to show up exactly in that mindset. You know, you're going to show up like that, in that energy. And of course, that will be reflected to you um, by lack of results. And that then reinforces limiting beliefs that don't serve you. And then things become a self-fulfilling prophecy. But not because of your potential, but because of the way you show up in your mindset. You know, and we do not want that. We do not want you to play small. We want you to fulfill your potential and shine bright. So the question is like, How do you get people to value your products and services and what you offer? How do you get them to see the value of your work? You know, it's easy. I'm sure you can guess the answer. You have to value your own work first. If you don't feel it, nobody else will. How can you expect somebody else to feel passionate if you don't? So it's, uh, you know, once again, I know I say this over and over again, but doing the deep inner healing work on yourself, stepping into the identity of the woman you decided to be and learning you know like learning for to own and really embody that and the, and the worth and value um of what you have to offer and just like shining your life from within you so connected to your heart that is so very key you know like you need to be the lighthouse so that others can see and find you or in other words you need to see the value of a work before anybody else can see it you know how you relate to what you do is in your energy, in your vibration and frequency, and how people can feel it. 
But, you know, usually we are so conditioned to get outside validation first, right? Like we want other people to validate what we put out there so that, the, so that we can then feel, you know, good about ourselves and what we do. But that's how most people start out, you know? But the thing is um, that when other people can sense that what you put out, so that when you put something out there and you're like, but the energy is off and you're like, they're not feeling it. They can't really feel that you're confident and passionate about your product. You know, they're highly unlikely to see the value of it and invest and buy, even though it might be truly amazing. And most people, what then happens is they try to add like 5,000 bonuses to an offer, redesign their offer, like, you know, um, change their product to it, like in doing all the things, completely overextending uh, themselves and trying to overcompensate, trying to prove the value of their offer with all the things. Well, the truth is that the, the offer itself, you know, there isn't the issue, but the energy behind it or the lack of energy. So instead of trying to overcompensate with countless bonuses or price dumping the offer, turn inward and fall in love with your own products and services. That's a real game changer. So the question about how to get other people to see the value of your work needs to be turned around into how are you valuing your own work? And if you don't, why not? If you already have products and services, write down how you honestly feel about them. And if anything feels off, see what you can do you know, uh, to, to realign with your offers. Are you actually practicing what you preach? Are you doing, you know, doing yourself what you teach others to do? Are you embodying your work? Are you using your products with as much passion as you want your dear clients and customers to use them? This is where it starts. You valuing your own work and using your products and services with as much as excitement as you want others to. Like that's where the confidence comes from. You know, that's where everything starts. And if you are just like in the beginning stages or brainstorming stages of building your business, um, start falling in love with your own story, your quirks, what makes you you, and start using your gifts and talents every day in some shape or form. Start taking steps uh, to putting yourself out there. I always say that what you perceive as not good enough can be life-changing for someone else. What you might perceive as normal can be extraordinary to someone else. What you don't even acknowledge because it comes so easily to you could be, um, you know, a skill or an insight that creates a big aha moment for someone else. The lessons you learned can help someone tremendously. Who is someone who is like, who is now where you used to be. It can help them in so many ways. Don't ever underestimate the value of your experiences and the lessons you learned from them, like both professionally and personally. They carry so much potential with them that you probably don't even recognize right now. And if you value yourself and your work, not just mentally in your head, but when you feel it in your heart, like your ability to contribute, to help, to serve, to make a difference, you are in a completely different energy state. And you can come from a place of love and being a service, wanting to help and excitement for what you do, which is very different to like, oh my God, please somebody buy my course, my program or my product, please buy it so that I can feel excited and feel validated. You know, so that doesn't work so well. You have to come from what you want to create and embody that. 
seeing your worth and value in that of the offerings, the owning and loving on it. You know, this is where everything starts. And one thing I want to touch on is especially if you're any type of service provider, like a coach or a consultant, a teacher, a healer, etc. Like the questions that come up a lot is like, you know, what if clients don't get big results? You know, that fear can keep people paralyzed. You know, so here's my take on that. Like client results, they're always going to uh, vary depending on how much your clients show up for themselves and their goals. Like you can't make them do things. You can't force them to implement what you teach them or the information you give them. And also every client is unique and has a unique starting point. So no matter what, your client results are always going to vary to some degree. That's the nature of the work. You know, and when it comes to a coaching relationship, for example, it's not a 100% relationship in a sense that you give everything and the clients do nothing. Like, it's a 200% relationship, meaning you bring 100% to the table and so does each client. That's when the best results can be achieved. You can't change, like, somebody's life for them. They can only do that for themselves. Like, in my own work, I can't reshape somebody's nervous system for them. I can't rewire their brain for them and install new and empowering beliefs. You know, I can't change their identity for them and build their soul business for them. I can give them my energy, my experience, my wisdom, the knowledge and tools they need, and my guiding hand and my unwavering passion along the way so that they can lean on my experience and my conviction until they are where they want to be. That's what it's all about. So you giving 100% means you show up for each client with all you got. Help them to your best abilities and release what you cannot control. And by the way, the longer you're in it, the more experience you get. The more will you get a feeling who your ideal clients are, who you can help best, and then you will know which clients to choose. And yes, I'm saying choosing clients. I'm talking about you choosing clients. It's not just them picking you. It's, you know, it's you standing in your power, knowing your worth and allowing yourself to choose clients who get to work with you. Those are the really empowering, impactful coaching relationships. But you know, like, even if you have a, a product, a physical product-based business, you can look at it from, the, from this perspective. Like, you can't control how people are going to treat your product. If you have a closing line, for example, and you sell beautiful dresses that you love with all your heart, they have a wonderful fabric and the colors are just beautiful and they look and feel amazing. You can't prevent customers, for example, from mistreating your beautiful clothes by throwing them into the laundry machine, washing them at 100 degrees and then ruining them and ending up not happy. But you never know what a client or customer is going to do. And you can't ever control that. Like you can't outbalance that through perfectionism or overextending yourself into exhaustion or by giving and giving more, like thinking you are not good enough. Your job is to make sure you stay in your lane, know your worth and value, bring your best to the table and then release the rest. And also doing the mindset work 
that always that you know uh, allows you to attract more and more of your true soulmate clients and customers that you can truly help and that you are worthy of having amazing clients. The more clarity you find around that, the more you can embody that and become an energetic match for that. And the last thing I want to touch on in this episode is the infamous imposter syndrome. It comes up a lot as well. The question of who am I to do this? You know, or thinking I don't fit in with those successful people. The feeling of not belonging and questioning your seat at the table. Feeling like you're faking it or like a fraud because you can't picture yourself as an industry leader and really, you know, um, feeling into that. Really me? That's just meant for other people. You know, like people think that a lot. And a lot of that ties into identity and, and shifting and doing the work around that. It's about healing. Um what makes you think those thoughts in the first place so that you can um, see your full potential again and realize like, hey, I do belong here. I am and can be one of those successful people I look to up to. And within the context of shifting your mindset, all the things I talked about in this episode already show you that you're not an imposter because nobody can bring to the table what you can and you are valuable just because of that alone. You are just looking at those other people through a lens that makes you question yourself. But if you take a closer look, all of that is focused on you. Like, do I belong here? Can I measure up to them? Can I really be like those successful people? Can I really call myself a leader and expert? Can I uh, really be a change maker? Can I, can I, can I, can I? It's focused on you. So a simple way to shift out of the imposter syndrome stumble block is to redirect your focus on your mission and being of service. Know that you're worthy and valuable because all of the reasons I talked about today. Know that you can absolutely help and make an impact and change people's lives uh, with what you are passionate about and have to offer. So focus on that. You know, on being of service, on your mission, your legacy, the difference you want to make in this world. And if you take a moment and kind of take yourself out of the equation and redirect the focus to all of that, you know, can't you feel how your heart opens up again and how it puts you in a different energy state? Redirecting your focus purely on being of service and reconnecting with your mission and calling on a heart level allows you to shift out of the imposter syndrome block because you realize, hey, I can do this. And let the energy and passion move uh, through you and propel you forward. And the other thing I've seen a lot when it comes to the imposter syndrome is that it usually shows up amplified when people try to emulate someone else or try to follow someone's footsteps and do things uh, like somebody else like somebody else does and how they think they um, have to do it in the industry. But it might not be aligned with what's in their heart at all. And you know, if you try to get to where you want to go walking in somebody else's shoes, of course something's going to feel off and you might feel like fake or like an imposter. 
because you're boxing yourself in and putting on a mask and not showing up authentically. Imposter syndrome can show up as a sign that you are disconnected from your own truth and purpose and the nudges of how you feel called to do things and you're dimming your own light. So an easy cure for imposter syndrome is to allow yourself to show up in your full glory, owning your uniqueness, knowing that you have big things to do in this world and just doing things your way. You know, carving out your own path and doing your thing in a way that lights you up because you can't be an imposter living your purpose and fulfilling your potential. Like the more you stay in your lane, the more you focus on your mission and being of service, the more you do the healing work on yourself so that you can see your full potential again and step into the most powerful version of yourself. The more you will realize that you do have a seat at the table, that you do belong within the group of successful people who make a big impact, that you too can be a change maker and industry leader, that you too can change people's lives, and that will make you unstoppable. You're worth and valuable. You have so much potential within you, and it's just about bringing it forward in your unique way. The more you focus on that, the more will the doubts and all of that fall away, and the more you can shine brighter and brighter. And I'll leave you with this for today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I hope you got a lot of value out of it, and I hope you're able to see that you're so worthy and valuable. You have so much to offer that can change people's lives. You can make such a big impact. You can make a difference in this world. And I hope you're not going to go out there and make your mark in the world. I wish you a wonderful rest of the day. And I'll talk to you soon. Much love from London. Bye-bye, everybody.